What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 133, the one where Bob just appears out of nowhere. Wow, I'm here. It's, it's like, crazy. It's like the reverse of Infinity War. Spoiler alert. Uh, so I wrote in, I remote into the computer over there to like control it, and it just, it was like, nah. Yeah. Right before we start, ah, I just don't want to do it. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Hello. Hi, uh, Grim Hain. Hello, Jake, Jaco. Hello, Viper. Hello, Stick Bit. Uh, Octoling, Jake, oh, yeah, hello, everybody. Anyone and everyone who is here, hello. Uh, what is this, Well, What is what? This thing. Oh, this, as I was telling my wife before, this is a, what's called an arcade-style fight stick. Mm. This is what the real hardcore gamers use when they play their Street Fighters yeah. and their, their Pokémon tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. And this is here because we're giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. One of you. Oh, yeah. If you want a Hori-made rap... Real arcade pro V fight Hi stick. It's Hi a fight stick. Hayabusha <laughs> fight stick for the Nintendo Switch. Um, stay tuned. Uh, no, you just go to the video that I posted on Tuesday. I go to the description and click the link. Do that, <laughs> and you can uh, enter to win it. Yes, and it's this exact one. Yes, we will basically just put this back in the box and send it to yes, you. Yes, exactly. But you the will get an act. You will technically get an actual piece of the Wolf Den set. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, that is true. my iced coffee does not get condensation water all over it. Grimhane says, Bob, always with the hot coffee. You know what I hate about Dunkin' Donuts? What? Is that when you get the hot coffee, the lid sometimes leaks. Yeah. That's like the worst spot I to leak. I feel like, because if you ever notice in the cups, the styrofoam cups, there is the fill line in there. Mm. And sometimes they, they go past the fill line. Is that line. this? Can you see it on the outside? No, it's, no, it's, it's on, on the inside. inside. Yeah, no, if you no. open it up, like I can show you. It's like they it's always like, fill it to the brim. Yeah, every single time. Yeah. I always put milk in it, so I have to dump some out. Yeah. Um, also, of course, Will's decked out in all the wolf yes. apparel. I'm not because I'm because uh, you know what I the, I'm the only one who cares about the brand. <laughs> it's because I blew my load a little too early. Will. That's what it is. <laughs> I've been wearing it like I've been doing a lot with the apparel. There's yeah. a whole bunch over There's there. Actually, over there, yeah. But you go to wolfdenapparel.com, mm -hmm. you get yourself one of those hats, one of those shirts. There's a nice embroidered shirt. There's yep. also a polo. Oh, here he goes. He's going I for might it. as well, but right here. I don't even know whose those are. <laughs> well, we got the nice little, uh, the striped one. That, that, this isn't mine, though. It looks big. It's too big it's for you. It's a large. It's a large. And then we got here the polo. Yes. It's nice you can wear on the golf course. That's a medium. I don't know who I got that for. Or... Uh, for your business casual, get away with this. Yes. Uh, Eric says, why no wolf den pants? Because... Because pants are a construct. Yes. Bent to keep us down. Yes. All right. Anyway, uh, let's jump in. Yeah, we got, we got a lot. There is a lot to talk about. Yes, I'm always surprised... When there's a lot to talk about. Because I'm always it's like... It's always a lot of little things, though. Yeah. So hopefully we can just, like, plow right through them. Plow, plow away. Yeah. Well, the first thing... See, it's leaking! My goddamn... <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is leaking. First thing I want to talk about is Splatoon 2. Okay. Um, there's some... Uh, it's, I've got my problems with the multiplayer. I saw somebody, when I put this stream up initially, commented... Time to hear the people uh, unreasonably talk crap about Splatoon multiplayer. 
or the ranking system. Right. <laughs> that person is right. I do not like this. Uh, the way the Splatoon multiplayer is set up. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It works fine. There's Some people have connectivity issues. Okay. That's Switch Online. Switch Online has a lot of, you know, it's not a real yeah. thing yet. So hopefully that'll fix itself. Um, but a few weeks ago, we talked about how people were hacking the Switch. And one of the things that they're able to do when they hack the Switch is get into this, get into, you know, they break Splatoon 2. Right. And that means they can cheat online. Uh-huh. And Nintendo hasn't done dick about this for, I think, a month. I think it's been a month. Yeah. So they haven't done a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. According to Kotaku, last week's Splatoon 2 players noticed something strange about the leaderboards for competitive play. The top four names on the list spelled... Oh, the leaderboards. I didn't know that when I read this the first time. The top four names on the list spelled out, please add anti-cheat. That means the people who got to the top of the leaderboards yeah. just cheated their way <laughs> up there. Courtesy of a hacker with a simple request. This hacker later told players that this wasn't just a joke. He wanted to send a message to Nintendo about how easy it is to hack their game. Uh, The first Splatoon had problems on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was notoriously easy to crack, which led to rampant piracy. And by the time Splatoon came out in 2015, the system had already been exploited to hell and back. While any hackers used Wii Wii U exploits to datamine and find cool unreleased weapons characters and maps other people use it to cheat in online multiplayer games hacking the switch is trickier than hacking the wii u but by now the system has been cracked and now multiplayer cheaters have returned in splatoon's sequel before the leaderboard got hacked videos and screenshots of players appearing to cheat in multiplayer modes had been popping up on both the splatoon and nintendo switch subreddits i would like to show you a video that is in this article somebody tweeted I when I first saw this, it was a little hard to tell what was happening. Yeah, but uh, it looks like it's just insta kill, which is not supposed to happen. It's yeah, to, it's gonna play a little tiny in, in the video, but you'll see. Is yeah, it, it looks like insta kill. Yeah, it just just instantly, immediately bombed. And yeah. the reason it's insta kill, I'm just gonna summarize the rest of the article. The reason it's insta kill is because since these people can get into the source code of Splatoon, mm-hmm. all they got to do. Is change the data, hex, uh, the damage hex code. Yeah. So you just take the amount of, uh, you just change the 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 hex for the damage or the accuracy. You can do it for accuracy yeah. too. So you can make your you can max out your damage and max out the accuracy. You make the damage like something that doesn't even appear in the game. Right. You know. So people are doing that and then insta killing. You know, we pretty much got the golden gun. And everybody else yeah. is fighting with the PPK and they're just. Merkin fools. So, still Nintendo has not done anything yeah. about that. Why would I want to play this game? Yeah, it's well, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous that the 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 cheating is so big and rampant in Splatoon. It's a well known problem, and Nintendo has done absolutely nothing. I don't know if they are waiting for Nintendo Online to launch. Like they're just not dealing with it until then. Maybe they have some magical anti cheat software. The, the, update the game yeah update the game like it doesn't have to be uh a, a global switch online update yeah you know you just, just the game just roll it out yeah in the game specifically yeah. the game has to be fixed that's a major problem yeah and you know for years i used to play counter-strike 
I was awful in Counter Strike, and then I learned everybody's cheating. Yeah, <laughs> cheats in Counter Strike. I mean, I was still bad. Yeah, but like especially uh, the original Source, like when Source first yeah, came out, everybody, first, everybody's yeah. cheating, and even before that. Um, and you could tell, you could tell when they're like snapping to your head yeah. when you see the, the the replay, or they could if they know that you're coming around the corner, they can see through walls and mm-hmm. stuff. But in this, they're just maxing out the damage and. Uh, the top of the leaderboard is people who cheated. Four yeah. people who cheated. Well, the same guy, but same four guy, different accounts. Four times trying to tell Nintendo to fix the game. At least yeah. he's using it for good. Yeah, but think about all the other people that aren't. Exactly. Yeah. That being said, the next multiplayer stream we're doing is Splatoon 2. So There you go. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should find out how to cheat and then do we it. We should invite the cheaters on the stream and then basically interview them. So, like, why do you do it? Oh, we'll do one of those, like... Where like they're completely silhouetted yeah. and we change their voice. It's like the, <laughs> or it's like to catch a predator. They come in thinking they're going to cheat in Splatoon. It's like, hi, I want you to see right over there. It's like, it's like why, why are you cheating? And they're like, no, get away from me. No, man. I just came, I just came for a snack. <laughs> um, everybody's just talking about what they want to see in Wolf Den merch. Um, Give us some good ideas. Jayco says, why does it seem like Nintendo doesn't often update their games? So I feel like Nintendo's, uh, what's it called? Their, their, uh, what's it called? Their, 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 the, the polish, the Nintendo polish. Yeah. The Nintendo, Nintendo games are so polished that usually they don't need that many updates. Right. I feel like they're probably overthinking an update to fix something like this probably i'm sure i mean i'm sure well, it's not as easy as flicking a switch the damage ah, switch nah. <laughs> damage and uh accuracy is based off of hex numbers yeah now they have to change that also too like nintendo is notoriously terrible with online mm-hmm. so this is just probably something they're not used to at all now they have they have the closest they've ever come to like an actual competitive online game and they just don't know how to handle it right other most other competitive online games update all the time yeah freaking Fortnite is on its fifth season yeah hasn't even been out a year yet that's insane that's crazy yeah is it even i think it's technically still early access isn't it (laughs) probably um so yeah they just don't they, they nintendo isn't used to this sort of stuff yeah and um Especially with cheaters. Yeah. Online cheaters. Mm-hmm. That's not something that they, they're equipped to deal with. Yeah. Hopefully when Switch Online comes out, they'll have some, like a dedicated team for this thing. Yeah. Because they'll be getting, they, getting they a lot have of money. To. If they're, yeah. yeah they're char- especially because they're charging for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ker- where, where is he? Kermode Kuma says, I don't think it's so easy to just update the game and fix everything. This stuff takes time. They are probably trying to figure out how they are cheating so they can do something about it. When did this game come out? June? Of last year. Yeah. So it's been been a a while. A year. They've had a year to at least start fixing the problem. Well, the cheating is a new thing. It is. Yeah, the cheating, it's only been around a month since the Switch got hacked. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So the che- but it's still a month is a yeah. long time for for because this is a oh it was July of last year. Uh, still. So exactly actually ex- on the twenty first. So in yeah three days it'll be one year. Um. It's still a month is a long time. And yeah. Any other 
game, any other competitive online game, people would be like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, this needs they to be fixed playing, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Also, too, Nintendo is, like, pretty good. If, like, if you hack the Switch, they'll ban your account. So, yeah. like, why are they not doing anything for this particular game? And I understand it's probably... a. It's, it's it's probably gonna take a little bit to fix, yeah. but uh, it should be priority number one. Yes, and Nintendo drags their feet on stuff like this. Yeah, like there's there's not a doubt in my mind. It's difficult to do, and there's not a doubt in my mind. They're dragging their feet on yeah. it, and they they could be fixing it a lot quicker than they are. It's also too like they always they've historically treated their online games differently from each other. Like I remember when the when the original Wii, like Mario Kart, was the first one to have online. That was like okay, and then Smash came out, and that was better, and then something else came out, and that was a little better. So, like, you know, so uh, Splatoon might be terrible, but maybe like they're using that as a learning experience for Smash, which will be used for as a learning experience for something else. So, I'm not saying that makes it right, I'm just saying, like, this is what I'm gathering from history. I forgot about Smash, yeah, I'm worried about that. <laughs> My biggest problem with uh, the old Smash on the Wii U right. was the input lag when you play online. Right. It's not... I think they... I don't know if they fixed it. Mm -hmm. Mario Tennis had it really bad when really? I played online. The input lag. Yeah. like and it, I mean input lag. Like when you're doing something on the controller, hit, it is completely yeah. offset from what's happening on screen. And that's a major problem. And the problem right. with that... I think AJ told me the, the, the reason that happens... Is it's a peer to peer connection? You know, okay. going to a server, yeah, yeah. which is dumb. Just have servers, yeah. but that's what Switch Online's for, I guess. Yeah. And if there's peer to peer in um, Smash Brothers, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah. Because then they didn't fix it. Right. The Wii U, it feels a lot better now if you play uh, uh, Smash Brothers Online, but mm -hmm. I think that's just because there's not so many people playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are still just <laughs> naming stuff that they want. I've seen some good ones. Like what? Wolf Den 4K TV, Wolf Den Grip Tape. Uh, Wolf Mark Den Murphy, a if we make a Wolf Den 4K TV, you have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You just you just uh, screwed yourself. Wolf Den Hookah. Burgundy says socks with sandals. Socks? I do want to do socks. We'd, we'd be okay with socks. I'm not a sandals guy. No, and not a socks with sandals yeah. guy. Um. Sean says, I have a sneaky suspicion that ARMS was a huge test for online for Smash slash Splatoon and everything. Even modes like Party Crash are just a test for Smash. How was the ARMS online? I don't know. I never played it. Oh, that's right. I wasn't a big fan of it. You're a dumbass. But... Um, yeah, I mean, probably. Because yeah. that game, I mean, they knew it wasn't going to sell as much. Right. Uh, Rockstar does that all the time. Every game that Rockstar is makes a is a for test Grand for Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, cheesy Assassin, do you think when Nintendo starts charging for internet services that there will be less cheating problems? I hope I, that they're more regular. That they're, yeah, I feel like once they start charging for it, like there's no way they can just let this stuff go. Yes. I, I almost feel like they're, not that they're ignoring the Splatoon issue, but like they're waiting for Nintendo Online to like address what their solution is going to be for this. Like, I, I think Nintendo thinks that once they launch Nintendo Online, all their problems will be solved. They need a Splatoon-level update for this. Yes. Not a Switch-level update. Right. No, I, I know that. But I think, like, again, Nintendo doesn't really know online that well, so they probably think that will be the solution. Right, 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 right. And, and 
when problems like this occur when they have Switch Online, I would assume that things would go a lot better because right. uh, they'll have a dedicated team to deal with stuff like this. Right, right. What was that? I don't even see a super uh, chat. Uh, it wasn't. A, I guess it wasn't a super chat. Oh, I didn't log in yet. Whoa, it's probably a donation. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, it was a donation from Robert. Uh, I'm not going to say his full name because that's <laughs> probably an alias. Um, let me log in. I, I didn't log into Streamlabs. Doing it now. It'll take a second. Calm down, everybody. It just popped up on screen. I'm a homebrew user, and it, all the things are up, and it went away. <laughs> $10. But for some reason on here, it says $12. Uh, and his name is Robert Rodriguez. Yes, I'm uh, choosing to believe you're the director. I'm a homebrew user. I have as, a pitch for Desperado 4. As far, the main problem is that Switch games saves have been decrypted no patch can fix that wait wait as main problem is that switch game saves have been decrypted no patch can fix that they would need to update the encryption of the game save but it normally takes less a couple days to decrypt it again with json slash lua script is the game save how they're modding must be the the hex for damage and stuff in they, splatoon it must they must be using an exploit through the game save to get into the the game code proper that that right there needs to change yeah that part needs to change mm -hmm. because why is damage and accuracy tied to the game save it's that probably, shouldn't be at it's all it's probably not safe to the game save it's it's probably they're probably using that as a back door to get into the main game data right that i feel like can be fixed yeah. with a game update yeah that changing the save file you're saying it can't be fixed yeah and if that's the case then you need to fix it in the mm -hmm. game to put a stop to that stuff because if you got uh if you can fix the damage if you could change the damage and the accuracy of the guns mm -hmm. uh why like why, why are you able to do that why is that in the game save the, yeah the, the guns damage is the guns well, damage Depending again, on the gun. Again, like, I don't think it's in necessarily in the game. Safe. Right, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I'm saying you can totally fix this. Yeah. It's just probably not easy. Yeah. But that's their damn job yeah. is to fix it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, stick, stick bit. bit. Oh, yeah. you, the, you read it. The saves have nothing to do with it. You have to edit the game files, which you can rip from your SD card. Yeah. Okay. That makes a little more sense. Yes. But still... Mm-hmm. Don't you, you, need to, you need to lock yeah. down that whole hex code situation. Yeah. Shouldn't be that easy. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm moving on here. Move uh, on. We got a little bit of info, Will. Did we now? On Pokemon 2019. Oh. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Tell me about this. According to Go Nintendo, Game Freaks Ju Junichi Masuda. That's pretty good. Will Close gives enough. vague comments about Switch's Pokemon 2019 title, hints at connectivity with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu slash Eevee. You dumb bitch. As we said earlier in the week, Game Freak's Junichi Masuda, Will, yes. was going to be part of an interview featured in the latest issue of Famitsu. That interview is now available, and we have a quick rundown of what Mr. Masuda... Said concerning the Pokemon title hitting Switch in 2019. He said as... Oh, no. This is the question asked to him. As for the 2019 title, 
We're working with... No, this is actually him. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> As for the 2019 title, we're working with the idea that everyone will be playing on their own Switch. It'll have the same kind of feeling as the previous games on handheld systems. Masuda was asked about the potential of, for bringing over Pokemon from the upcoming Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu slash Eevee, to which he gave an interesting response. There have been times where you couldn't bring Pokemon over from previous titles. I imagine that created some bad memories. I want to try and change that if I can. So two main things here that okay. happened in this interview with Famitsu. Number one, he wants he, he's noting that multiplayer is going to be uh, focused on everybody having their own Switch. Yes. So in Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee... Um, most of the multiplayer they're showing off is two people on the same console. Correct. I'm pretty sure you can do it with... Yeah, you probably can. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know why I'm... I remember that being the case, but I don't remember actually seeing it in right, action. Right. So, But most of the stuff they're showing off is two people on the same yeah. console. And I saw it at, at E3. Um, but... They're saying in the next one, it's going to be like, you know, when you used to bring your Game Boy to the schoolyard yeah. and, you know, you play. Everybody had their own Game Boy. Which I think makes sense. Yeah. You know? Although it's a little crazy to think about. Everybody's going to have a $300 piece of well, hardware. I mean, you know? everybody brings their iPads everywhere. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's unrealistic. I'm yeah. saying it's like, that's quite the jump from yeah. having a little Game Boy, you know. But, yeah. uh, you know, a Game Boy and then you DS, 3DS. Yeah. Um, it's natural progression. The 3DS things. was 250 at one point. Yeah, that was when I bought it, like a sucker. Yep. And then the second main point is there have been times where oh, uh, bringing Pokemon over from Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. Now there's that what's it called Pokemon Bank? Yeah. Or something where you where that you can transfer your Pokemon from the older games, they save there, and you can get export them yeah. to the newer games. It is a pain in the ass to get like let's say your Pokemon from Red, yeah, all the way to the newest Pokemon. Right. It is quite the rigmarole. Well, that's part of the reason why they keep re remaking them is so that they they can transfer the Pokemon right. over easy more easily. Um, it seems to me like Pokemon. Go and Let's Go is just completely separate. Right. Because you got the Pokemon from Go, they can transfer into Let's Go. Correct. But you can't take your Pokemon from freaking uh, Sun and Moon. Can't get those into, into Go. Right. So why would you be able to put those into Let's Go? Correct. I feel like Let's, Let's Go is solely focused on... Like the casual crowd, and the casual crowd right. at most knows the one fifty, the original one fifty one, and it makes sense to me because you get them in a completely different way. Yes, you get you just throw a pokeball at them. Right, it's not you don't like, have to battle them. You don't yes. have to like wear them down and like use the right kind of pokeball. So it makes sense for them to be isolated. Yeah. That being said, bringing them from let's go into twenty nineteen, that would be easy. That would like make the most sense. I think that. Uh, I don't think it's necessary because I, yeah. I again I think that let's go the Go series is completely self-contained because you get them in a completely different way. It, it's probably not necessary, but at the same time, you know, if these people have it, that might be the easiest way to transfer some of the original Pokemon into the new game through oh from Let's Go to. You're saying Pokemon you have to capture them in Let's Go. Capture them. Because, like, 
let's let's be let's be if you want the original here. 150 yes but not your specific one from red correct okay because let's, let's be real here your specific pokemon from the original red cart is probably never going to appear in pokemon 2019 the easiest way to get your one of your original pokemon into 2019 would probably probably be to do it through let's go what, like I'm, if you want it if you want a charmander in 2019 it'd probably be easier to do it through let's go than my argument is that they wouldn't want to do that because go is completely self-contained right no i understand and, and it would be probably it would behoove them to have it have it work with the bank so that you can transfer pokemon from something like sun and moon right over to 2019 right no i i i and having a bridge having 2019 be a bridge between now we're getting really into the weeds yeah having 2019 be a bridge between sun and moon and uh go that's quite the that's yeah no that that feels dangerous yeah (laughs) and it's quite the gap also too you gotta think like obviously sun and moon to 2019 is gonna make all the sense in the world like I can see that happening. People are going to see a Pokemon game on the Switch and wonder why they can't transfer their Pokemon from one Switch Pokemon title to the other Switch Pokemon yes. title. The so casuals that, will think that. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be a concern I think they're going to need to think about. That's a good point. Unless yeah. they do a really good job showing the Let's Go or the Go series is yeah. completely separate. Because I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're not going to capture the Pokemon the same way either in the 2019 version. Probably not. It's gonna. It's gonna. Yeah. yeah it's not gonna be anything like Go. Yeah. So that that's another thing people might be upset about if they're yeah. playing Pokemon. If this is their, you know, some people played Pokemon Red and Blue, and then and that's Go. It. Yeah. They played like red and blue, this guy. and then they were like, oh, Pokemon's back, and then they yeah. played Go, and now they're going to get uh, Let's Go, and they're going to be like, oh, this is just like Go. I remember this. This yeah. is great. Then they're going to get 2019 and go, whoa. What the hell is I this? I am not used to yeah. this. But I mean, you know, they're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, we got two Super Chats. Yeah, we got a $5 Super Chat from the Gaming Ward. Uh, Bob, I yes. bought an SF30 Pro after seeing your D-pad video, and I am obsessed with it. And great Dark Knight video, Will. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you. Thanks, the gaming warrior. Yes. I hope you used for... our Amazon link. Yes. <laughs> I love my SF30 Pro. I talk about it every chance I get. I know. I have one. I need to use it more. I used it for Sonic Mania Plus, and it's awesome. Oh. We're going to talk about Sonic Mania Plus yes. later. Uh, Granville Sanders, $2 Super Chat. Didn't say anything. Just gave us $2. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, AJ in the chat. I want to. Oh, I wanted to change our icon for our subscribers oops um resident pokemon expert AJ, yes was sherpa sherpaing me through pokemon yellow <laughs> you could probably get the og pokemon through pokemon bank maybe let's go but the mainline games are definite i'd bet uh i what he's saying you can probably get og pokemon through the bank like if you upload them through the bank yeah if you've uploaded well, uh, them to the bank previously we're saying that the argument for the bank is 2019. The bank's yeah. not going to work in Let's Go. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the Go series, it's Go and Let's completely Go, is completely separate. encapsulated. Right. I, I understand that. But the, the, what they're saying in the interview is how are you going to get Pokemon? How, how are you going to transfer Pokemon from any previous game into, into Pokemon 2019? 
And that's probably where the bank comes in. Right. Which is, I think, what AJ is saying. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, uh, we got another $2 super chat from Granville Sanders. Give me a Sonic Mania Plus free copy 202 Est- Estav. You're right, buddy. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You think we just got copies going around? Yeah. We have a code coming for Will. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry. We also have a $2 super chat from Fred Bushy. Oh, I thought you weren't going to be here. He told me he wasn't going to be here. Well, he just stopped by to give us two bucks. Oh, thank you, Fred. And then uh, Jacob Fleming with another $2 super chat. Will, who is going to win Sunday in Smash? It's you and AJ? Probably AJ. You mother effer. <laughs> You were there. You played with I, us I know. when I won. But here's the thing. You're going to say exactly what he says. It was Big Blue. It was Pichu. No, no. no. Now he's angry. <laughs> he's probably been training just for this. He hasn't. Well, now he's got something to prove. Okay? You're fighting somebody who now has something to prove. Right. He's going to throw everything but at I you. I have something to prove too now. Right. <laughs> This is Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time right here yeah. on YouTube.com slash Wolfden, where me and AJ are going to settle our score finally in Smash. Yeah. Uh, and the Gaming War with another $5 Super Chat. Do you think it's worth it to get the physical copy of Sonic Mania Plus if I have the base version digitally? No. You, you don't. You got it. You just got the DLC? Yeah, it's five bucks. Yeah. So It's even cheaper. Yes. I would say, I mean, I'm going to get a physical copy anyway because I'm a nutcase. I kind of want the art book. Yeah. But it's $5 cheaper to get the digital copy, and you have a digital copy. Yeah. Not a physical copy. So, yeah. like, I think it's not worth it at Only all. Only if you're, like, super into collecting things. I or just, you want to play it on another system. Like, I plan on getting it for the Xbox One so that my lovely wife can play a new Sonic game either on the upstairs Xbox or the downstairs Xbox. Whichever one she wants. But I can play it on my Switch and be left alone. Anyway, back to Pokemon. Grimhane says, Allowing them to go from Let's Go to Pokemon 2019 will also be a big incentive to get Let's Go players to buy Pokemon 2019. And that's true, yeah. too. That's a good point. Lance says, Breath of the Wild updates like Fortnite. I didn't know that Breath of the Wild updates so often. Me neither. I don't play it that much. <laughs> Gadget Mike says, Bank is super easy. You can play red on 3DS and transfer those Pokemon to Sun and Moon. Bank is easy and simple. I've actually never used the bank. Bank, I, I feel like the bank will work in 2019. Yeah. That, that, yeah, no, but that, I don't think that's what's the, up for debate. The question is, go. Let's go. Go and the Go series. Yeah. How does that uh, factor in? Um, Mark says, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And AJ's talking trash. Of course he is. <laughs> All right. Where am I now? Uh, we're up to Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, exclusive Pokemon story, gameplay, online oh, yeah. details. This all broke last Thursday, so after the podcast. Of course. Uh, it's a pretty short article from uh, VG2047. Okay. Uh, two, how do you... 24-7. VG247. That's how you say yeah. it. I'm having a stroke. Well, I got to split this. You're just you're just all hyped up about Pokemon. <laughs> um, so there's a new trailer last week, and with mm-hmm. that trailer, we got a whole bunch of new news and stuff. Pokemon, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. You you hear? You've heard? You heard Eevee? You've seen the trailers? Yeah. What? You hear Eevee? Yeah, I don't remember what Eevee sounds like. Hey, oh, no! 
that's right. It's really weird. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> yeah. right? AJ doesn't think it's AJ thinks he's saying Evie. No, it's like it would have been like Evie or something. It sounds like Evie is having a stroke saying yeah. his own name. That's what it sounds like. Anyway, Pokemon, let's go Pikachu and let's go. Yeah, we'll feature. Unless that's the Japanese name. Just slurring. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> we'll feature Pokemon exclusive to each game and extra details regarding online and local play were announced today. Or last Thursday. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee will feature exclusive Pokemon such as Fire-type Vulpix in the latter. You're not going to tell us all the Pokemon? In Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, exclusive Pokemon include Oddish, Sandshrew, and Growlithe. I want a Growlithe. Oh, hell yeah. In addition to Vulpix, Bellsprout, and Meowth are exclusive to Eevee. Let's okay. Go Eevee is sounding worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get a Growlithe. Mm-hmm. And you can't get a Meowth. Meowth. But you can't evolve your Eevee. Ooh. Like, I don't want to evolve yeah. my Pikachu ever, because Raichu sucks. <laughs> but Eevee's evolutions yeah. are fantastic. Yes. Players starting either game will find the title partner Pokemon available from the beginning. Neither Pikachu nor Eevee will evolve in-game, and they will travel with the player throughout the various adventures. So, okay, so they don't evolve... The, your starter Pokemon do not evolve. No, unless you trade it and then trade it back. Okay. That's how it is in Pokemon Yellow. Follow-up question. Yes. Are there wild Pikachus and Eevee in the game? Yes. So you can catch one of those and evolve one of those? Yes. Okay. That's why I want the Pikachu version. Right. So I can just capture an Eevee and then evolve it. Yeah. And you can have a buddy. Yes. So you got you got the Pikachu on your shoulder mm-hmm. or the Eevee on your head. Right. If I have that correct. Uh, then you can have a buddy that follows you. So you can have a Pikachu on your shoulder. Yeah. And an Eevee just follow you. Yeah. And then you got everybody. And then you can evolve that Eevee. Yeah. Everything's great. Or you can have a Growlithe <laughs> and then evolve it into whatever the hell. Growlithe? Yeah. No, it's got a... I'll look it up. It's got a different name. Uh, you can ride that bitch. Yeah. You can, like a bike, except mm-hmm. it's a giant dog. Yeah. Arcanine. Arcanine. That's wow, I was so yeah. off. Uh, we got us. I guess we should read the Super Chat. Yeah, it's a $30 Super Chat. Jesus Christ, you Yosef. You're just throwing money in yeah. their faces. Buy some apparel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it on time one day. Yousef. Oh, he's, he's doing the late, the late tax. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, we paying your late I, tax. I didn't know we raised the late tax so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. You come here whenever you got to come here. Yes, we understand. Life gets in the way. Uh, along with feeding, that's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Playing with and loving on, and loving on their Pikachu or Eevee. Loving on sounds dirty. I don't like any of that sentence yeah. that happened. Trainers can give them new hairstyles and accessories. That I also hate. You're yeah. not allowed to change their hairstyle it, ever. It's so weird seeing them have bowl cuts. Yeah. That's not if you canon. give your Pikachu or Eevee a new haircut, you have to unsubscribe from this channel yes. and never come back. <laughs> trainers can also be customized with clothing and the like. You can customize your trainers. Yes, that's you can fun. customize your Pokemon. Yeah. Just don't give, don't give them, them stupid haircuts. Stupid haircut, yeah. As players travel throughout the Kanto region, new and familiar faces will be met. Professor Oak returns alongside a new rival. Ooh, it's not Gary. No, or, or blue. blue. Or green. Bam, bam. What is that now? Uh, Diddy, thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. Thank you. Uh, where am I? As, oh, I read that already. 
No, I didn't read that yet. As players travel <laughs> to the Kanto region, new and familiar faces will be met. Professor Oak returns alongside new rival to present the Pokedex. Players will be able to battle gym leaders across Kanto, including Brock and Misty. Pokemon Let's Go players cannot only battle in-game trainers, but real-life opponents through online and local wireless. That's awesome. Yes. They will also be able to trade Pokemon with each other in order to complete their Pokedex. Also awesome. Yes. Now, there, I think it was in Pokemon Stadium and some other Pokemon games. There was a certain level you had to... I think it, like... If you had level 100 Pokemon, it, like, lowered it to level 50 or something. Okay. So that's a thing that yeah. is could possibly happen they might try to level the playing right. field which is dumb yeah pretty much never you should just never be able to play until you got level 100 pokemon <laughs> that's how it should be stick bit thank you for the twitch prime sub if you got twitch, you. amazon prime yes which is prime day yes it was link it to your twitch account and then you can support us for free uh pokemon let's go online and local co-op for the first time in a mainline Pokemon game, two people will be able to play together on one system. Playing together will make it easier to catch Pokemon and battle each other through ba battling against tough trainers as a tag team. The Pokeball Plus device can be used to play Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee in place of a Joy-Con or alongside the Pokemon Go app as previously reported. Maybe I won't get the bracelet. I yeah, want to get the I've bracelet. Because I want candies for my Magikarp yeah. so I can get a good Gyarados. <laughs> um, Pokeball Plus also allows players to bring one of their Pokemon from either Let's Go game as they explore the real world. As we previously told you, mythical Pokemon Mew is pre-installed on the Pokeball Plus. I forgot about that. And players will be able to transfer the cat critter to their version of the game. Cat critter? He kind of has a cat face. The ears. Yeah. I never considered that he was a cat. Me neither, but... Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee releases November 16th for the Switch. The Pokeball Plus will be available at retail on the same day. I pre-ordered the Pokeball Plus. And there's a picture... Uh, I'm not going to show it on screen, but there's a picture with the stupid ball cuts, and I want to kill myself. Yeah, it's... The hats are kind of cute. The ball cuts are not. Hat's fine. Yeah. Give your Pokemon a hat. Yes. Not a problem with that. Give it a ball cut... You should be arrested. <laughs> anyway. Mm -hmm. Anybody in chat care about any of this stuff? Uh, Meowsies is like, effing Muse starter, WTF. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. pre-installed so you get it immediately. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. One of the most powerful Pokemon in the game, you get it right out the gate. Yeah, that's very One weird. One of the most powerful and rare, get it right out of the gate. Ah, that's there's got to be some stipulation where you that can't has, yeah, you can't use it immediately. Or if there is, it's like level one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A level one view would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Asia says, "Gonna give my Pikachu a bob cut. Don't give it any yeah. cut. If you cut it like me, you're not winning any points with me." You're losing points. I am going to butcher your name, and I am so sorry. Uh, Kue Gonclaves. That, w hey, that sounded good. WTF, its name is Mew, and you never considered it as a cat. <laughs> no. He's got, he's got a point. He got a point. There's missing one letter. <laughs> yeah. No, I never, I never considered it as mm -hmm. a cat. What about... Okay, the name. All right, <laughs> you got me on the name. <laughs> um, 
Vinny says he will most likely be level five. Where I don't know where are you getting that from? Isn't that what like all, your starter Pokemon start out fast, level five? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Uh we're done with Pokemon. Okay. Cool. Do you want to talk about Sonic Mania since we talked about it already a little yes, bit? Yes, let's okay. talk about Sonic Mania. Okay. Sonic Mania Plus was great. <laughs> I played it on stream yesterday. Oh. No. I didn't even know about Encore mode. Really? I didn't look into it. That at was all. like the big selling point I aside thought, from the new characters. I thought you were just getting new characters. Yeah, no, there's a whole new Encore mode. There's encore like... mode is phenomenal. Yeah. It is really, really cool. Yeah. I'm... So I played Sonic Mania. Yeah. And once I beat it, I was like, I need to beat this with all the characters. Right. Once with each character, and then I need to get all the Chaos Emeralds, and then mm-hmm. I need to beat it again and get all the Chaos Emeralds for everybody. I never touched it after I beat it once. <laughs> Encore mode is the perfect way to jump back in. Okay. So yeah. the way it works is um, you, 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 it's, it's, it's got a little bit of a Knuckles Chaotix vibe. Right. But you're not tethered together. Yeah, yeah. So you know how when you're playing with Tails, you got Tails running with you? Yeah. Anybody is running with you. Right, right. You got any, and they rotate out. So you got a team of two. Mm-hmm. You only control one of them, but you can swap between the two that are on the screen. Right. Um, so, also, so, all right, you got two on screen. Then on the bottom of the screen, it has all of the characters that are in your inventory, I guess. Yeah. Um, and when you die, it swaps that, that character's dead. Permadead. Permadead, and then un, until you get him again. Yeah. Until you get another life. And he gets swapped out for another character. Right. So, so it's kind of like in Donkey Kong Country, when if you got Donkey and Diddy Kong, yes. if Donkey Kong dies, Diddy Kong takes over. Except you can have five characters. Yeah. So you got five dudes lined up, yeah. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, uh, all of the bonus stages are a pinball minigame where you get the characters. Yeah. And there's other ways to get them. You can get them by getting a life. Yeah. But, um, it, it it's awesome, and they all play great. The only uh, Ray kind of you know his gliding isn't that cool. Oh uh, no, no, because because the problem with with the gliding is you go down first. Yeah, so it's you, it's, it's allegedly a play similar to Mario's cape. Yes, exactly. World. Yeah, so you need like a hill or something. Yeah, you can do it from like it's it's just not as good. It's not yeah. as good as gliding. It's not as good as tails. Right. Um, the other guy who I thought. His name was Chester. It's definitely not. Mighty? Mighty. The armadillo. Chester? I don't know. He looked like a Chester. (laughs) Uh, Mighty's great. He just does the stomp. It's great. Mighty was originally a palette swap of Sonic back in the Genesis days. Because they they kept trying to put him into games, but they never could. Oh. I thought Mighty and Ray first debuted in the arcade game Sega Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I didn't know that. And then Mighty was in Knuckles Chaotix. But he's just basically a palette swap of Sonic. That's why they look so similar. So he was in Knuckles Chaotix after he already debuted in the arcade. Correct. Okay. He's only appeared in two games. Ray has only appeared in one. Yeah, I was gonna say Ray. Yeah. Isn't really a thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna skip parts of this article because okay. we just pretty much said what we needed to say. <laughs> um, Sonic Mania Plus is an expanded version of the original game that has new characters and an encore mode. Encore mode is less of a level expansion pack and more of a light rearrangement. Yeah, there's also... Yeah, uh, I heard there's new levels and they redesigned some of the bosses in it. That Those two are true. Yeah. Uh, also, there's like some cutscene stuff in the beginning. Like, not cut... It, it's, you know, animated stuff yeah, in yeah. the beginning. That's pretty cool. There's some animated... Like, they... The animation's very good. Yeah. It's all, you know, 
pixel graphics and stuff. Right. But like, it's like it, there's a lot of new stuff. It's like the way it was wasn't Sonic Mania original. Yes. Yeah. It's only five freaking bucks. Yeah. Um, the game stages get new patterns, although familiar set pieces like chemical plants, underwater block room remain, and they've been touched with new colors. A smattering of transplanted and changed uh, enemy placements forces players to reassess their paths through levels. Mm -hmm. While the levels are not radically different, the addition of two new characters really shakes things up. So that's what had me confused because I was like, this level feels different. Right. But I didn't know how different they were. So there are like slight remixes. And um, Green Hill Zone was in the original Sonic Mania, right? Yeah. It's okay. the first level. It's very different. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you got Ray and you, yeah. We, 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 we get the we get the picture here. Yeah. Encore mode allows you to run around with multiple characters at once, letting you really break levels wide open. You start with Sonic and one of the new characters, but finding power-ups with it... Yeah, uh, you get the picture. Mm -hmm. It is really cool to play levels with more than one character. Like, I was playing... You know that boss fight at the end of a flying battery? Yes. With the spider, and you have to hit him into the yeah. things? I would switch to Knuckles and glide into them mm. and then switch to Tails and fly up. It was, it's can awesome. you switch between all five characters or can you only switch no. between the two on screen? The two on screen. Okay. And you can't swap them out for people in your inventory unless you get a, you, a power-up that, that swaps that. and it's a random swap. Okay. Yeah. Or it might be the first one on the left. Right, right. But you can't choose. I got gotcha. you. Know? You can... Um, what is it? It's it's a little confusing how the characters in your like inventory work, right? Um, but for the most part, you can't really choose. You can uh, w when you play the mini games, you can choose the ones that you get, but you kind of want all of them, so it doesn't yeah. matter anyway. Uh, we got some super chats. We got a lot of super chats. Uh, we got one from the Cyberquake, two bucks. A few Pokemon in the a few Pokemon in the anime have different haircuts. I don't care. They should be arrested too. <laughs> Jacob, $2. I think we dismissed the Smash convo too soon. I think everybody needs to leave me alone. <laughs> Granville Sanders, another $2. Well, it's EA. It's a... I think he's saying what Evie says. Oh. I think he spelt out what Evie says. It's a stab. Yeah, yes. That is what Evie sounds <laughs> like. He nailed it. And our buddy Yousef with $10. Pre-ordered Black Ops 4 Pro Edition and Battlefield 5 Deluxe Edition for 200 and both Let's Go Pikachu and, oh, God, you spent a lot of money. 400 on items I don't have yet. Rip. Stop giving us money, then. Yeah, well, stop, yeah you just throw money around right yeah. now. That's what it sounds like. Um, yeah, I'm, like, done with collector's editions unless I really, really want yeah, it. Yeah, I, I won't buy collector's Especially editions Especially stuff anymore. like that. Like, I used to get all the Call of Duty collector's editions. Yeah. Too much. Now yeah. it's too much. No, absolutely. I uh, I like sometimes get suckered in. Nah, like I haven't bought them yet, but I get tempted because like if you wait like a year or so, all the collector's editions go down to like thirty bucks on yeah. Amazon or GameStop. That that too. You know, and depending. It, yeah. And so you're like, ooh, collector's edition for the price of a regular game? No. So. Um. So that's it. Are you yeah. waiting to get Sonic? Are you waiting for the the code for Sonic Mania? Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to get it, but then you told me we had a code, so I'm going to wait. 
I gotta email them. Be like, yo, what's the deal? Yeah, it's I mean, if not, it's five two days. Bucks. Like, I'm yeah, it's only five bucks. That's I'm... what bothered me. <laughs> it's like it's just five bucks. Yeah. I will pay the five bucks. But if you're gonna give it to me, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get it physically regardless, but right. You know. And I'm gonna like take the the flyer and just reverse it. So it's the Genesis box art. It's a really good game. That's the main reason why I'm getting physical, by the way. <laughs> You're stupid. I am. Uh, on the same topic as Sega, we got the first two Sega Ages titles, Will. Yes. Um, so you remember Sega Ages? That's their initiative to put their games on the Switch. Yes. Similar to Sega Forever on the iPhone, except you got to pay for the games. Um, Whereas so, on the iPhone, they're free. Yes. Free with ads. The announcement of Sega Ages a couple of months ago, no doubt, had fans of the company positively bursting with excitement. A range of digital-only re-releases of classic titles coming to Sega, coming to the Switch. Sega. Uh, Ages is essentially a virtual console service from Sega doing what Nintendo don't. Get it? Who is this? This is uh, Nintendo Life. Good on you, Nintendo Life. (laughs) Now, the weekly issue of Famitsu Magazine in Japan has confirmed that the first two titles for the service will be will become available in August, and these games are Sonic the Hedgehog and Thunder Force 4, both scheduled to be available for 925 yen, which is roughly about $8.20, and that's each. Each game is going to be 925 yen. Sonic the Hedgehog is... How much in actual hard dollars? $8.20. So these are probably going to be like... $10. $10. $10. American. Sonic the Hedgehog is set to feature elements from the 3DS version of the game, such as the added spin dash, and will also include the Ooh. also include the Mega Play arcade version. Do I know that version? I don't know that version. I'm going to look it up after I read this. Thunder Force 4 will introduce online leaderboards for the ultimate bragging rights, as well as the sticks mode from the Sega Saturn edition. On screen right now, I have pictures of Thunder Force 4 because uh, it, it's a it's a bullet hell shooter. Yeah. Uh, Looks ridiculous. The other previously announced titles, Alice Kid and Miracle World, Game Ground, and Fantasy Star, are set to follow these two games at a future date with even more titles planned, too. Uh, it hasn't been officially confirmed that these titles will launch in all regions at the same time, but we'd be surprised to see them what but we'd be surprised to see Western releases come within with any delays. Uh, so the game grumps have been going through uh, the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I thought they were only doing a two-shot episode, but apparently they're going through the whole thing. Uh, and in the very beginning, Aaron was afraid to say that it's not a good game. Yeah, because he, you know, he always talks yeah. trash about Sonic, and then people get mad at him. First, Sonic is not good. Sorry, everybody, not a good game. It's rough. Not good. Um, the addition of a spin dash improves it a lot, very significantly. I remember if you watch the first playthrough of Game Grumps, you see him duck, yeah. and he goes, because <laughs> he like forgets that you can't spin dash. Yeah, we got two last super chat from Grandville Sanders, two o two East Ave. It it's at New York. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? All right, I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> uh, also, a lot of people are asking what. Hashtag 508 means? Yeah, I saw that. That's just in the description of the sh- of this episode because it's part of our P.O. Box number. Number oh. 508. Okay. And I think YouTube has a thing now where if you put a hashtag in the description, it just throw it thinks that... It's part of the... It's part Because yeah. I clicked it and it went to like some religious service videos. <laughs> oh, it's probably like a... Like a 
yeah. Bible verse or something. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to put a space there so that doesn't happen again. Right. But uh, that's a new thing. I remember I was watching a PewDiePie video, yeah. and it said hashtag ad, but the video wasn't an ad. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah, it's That was what was in his description. Mm-hmm. People are saying 508 old. Old is part of the road. Old Bethpage Road. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. That, that, that's that's uh, uh. Anyway, did you look up the arcade version or what do you? Look yeah, at? Sonic the Hedgehog was one of the games adapted for release in arcades using both the MegaTech and MegaPlay technology. MegaTech version is essentially the same as the Mega Drive version. That's Genesis internationally. Uh, the first two revisions of Sonic the Hedgehog have been used in various machines, and cheat codes will work. Uh, the Mega Play version has a large number of differences from the Mega Drive version. The first of all is the second. First of all is the second revision is used, so the scrolling clouds and Green Hill Zone are present. Cheat codes cannot be used. One ups have no effect and continues are increased by inserting quarters. One ups have no effect. Yeah, so I guess you just lose your three lives. You know, lose your three lives. You die. You go to continue screen. You got to put in a quarter. To Why it. would they even include the one ups? Or at least make them rings. Yeah. You know? Uh, f- there are also only four levels. Green Hill Zone, Spring Yard Zone, Starlight Zone, and Scrap Brain Zone. I kind of want this. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Is it's basically... It? It's, it sounds like it's the Versus Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. I kind of want yeah. that. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, I might get this. Yeah, me too. It's like a ages yeah thing because i wouldn't mind playing uh the first sonic that job with spin dash that that's yeah. on the phone too right didn't they include yes. the spin dash on the yeah phone? the christian whitehead version yeah this might just be the christian whitehead version maybe uh grand vial is just spamming now at this point but thank yeah. you for the two dollars yeah <laughs> um Moving on, you also have something about uh, Xbox. Yeah, I deleted one of the links because it was. Just, I found out it was just repeating the Ungadget article. Okay. So, okay. Microsoft is apparently bringing new hardware to Germany next month for Gamescom. Uh, the news comes from Larry Major Nelson Herb, the Xbox PR wonderkind. Yes, yes, Who yes. teased all new Xbox hardware and accessories in a blog post this morning. Uh, f- nobody knows what it could be. The fact that he basically said uh, there's going to be Xbox hardware in addition to like other things that they're going to bring out like has people wildly speculating, uh, is this a new controller? Is this a new system? Is I should mention before we continue okay. that after this happens, after this news broke, uh, Microsoft is now backtracking on this announcement. Herb tweeted that the wording in his original post, all new hardware and accessories, was inaccurate, saying that Microsoft would instead have bundle and accessory news to share in Germany instead. His tweet says, this was an error on my side. I corrected my blog post and noted that it has has been updated in the title and the body. Xbox Wire had, had it accurate to be clear. We've got a bundle and accessory news at Gamescom. I think he's lying. (laughs) I don't think he's lying. I think... um... I think he meant hardware skew. Possibly. I think he meant... Oh, in this article, it says the last Elite controller was released in 2015. Or it could be a new skew of the Xbox One. Right. I think it's a hardware skew, and he just misspoke and didn't know it was going to cause this giant uproar. Yeah, well, you say new hardware. I mean, like, that's that's a big deal. It could very well mean a new system. 
I think it's either a bundle or it's like an exclusive Xbox. What could? What do you think the bundle could be? Like, what could they possibly? What's bundle coming out? Forza, as usual. Nothing else really. Gears. Exclusive Gears. Gear. Is that this year though? I don't know. I don't think it's this year. Is this is this coming out this year? Or are they just announcing it? Why would they announce a bundle that's not coming out this year? I don't know. They got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, give you hype for Gears, man. I guess, but I mean, I I don't. I feel like. They w- they I snuck think, out the Minecraft Xbox, yeah. you know. Three sixties like used to get bundled with older games, but like they would give you at least like two or three games, unless they were gonna like push the rare replay bundle again, like they did on Prime Day. I, I think they're just gonna bundle it with some some game. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't. They they don't have a lot of exclusive. Well, the action no. Um, eighty three. They had a bunch of exclusive, but they all they yeah. were all forgettable. Unless they. <laughs> Unless they do like another PUBG bundle, because they're really pushing that. Yeah, maybe an exclusive. Yeah, maybe an exclusive PUBG Xbox. Maybe. Um, where are we with all these? Uh, Jacob Fleming, two dollars. Okay, Granville smoking something. Yes, might be. Goddess one, nineteen ninety six. You're too young. <laughs> uh, got Bomberman because you said it was great. Great game. Hey, goddess. At least somebody agrees with me. Yeah. Did you check to see if the the Solid Snake and all those updates are compatible with the Switch version? No. I th- they're paid DLC, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, I'm not but paying for that. Well, you don't have to pay for it. Just make sure it's... The, I'm just asking if it's available. Because nothing I've seen in the ad explicitly states that it is available for Switch. Just the 360 and the... That 360. The Xbox I'll one. I'll have to try to version. see if it actually shows up on my Switch. Yeah. And Avshi750, thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. Thank you. Appreciate you. So this article was a lot less exciting than I initially thought it was, but it is interesting that we're getting new Xbox bundles. They're really pushing bundles. No, that would. Uh, I'll if you're gonna get a new system in the middle of its life cycle. Yeah. You got to get a special edition one. Yeah. Because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't even matter what. But like my 3DS Monster Hunter. Yeah. I don't care about Monster Hunter. I just wanted a yeah special edition, and it looked cool. So. Uh, we talked about Sega. Oh, game sales in Japan. I like to talk about game sales, Will. Yes, you do. Because it's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. This is for the week of July 9th to the 15th. So last week, right? Yes. 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 That was last Monday to Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, so number one, right at the top in Japan, Will, you're looking at it. I am looking at it. It's Octopath Traveler. Yes, it's Octopath Traveler. (laughs) Now, that was also the number one uh, most viewed subject that you farted. I did. That was the number one most viewed subject on IGN next to Fortnite. Apparently, under Fortnite. uh, Square announced that they were, not that they announced, but they released a statement saying they were unprepared for the success of Octopath Traveler. I was too. Yeah. I was completely unprepared. I kind of... People really like classic Square RPGs. Yeah. And this definitely seemed like it was in that vein. But the, it's a new IP. It's a new IP. Which... which that well, means that the that people who are so into classic RPGs... Yeah. Aren't tied by nostalgia, which, right. which is... Super interesting. Well, they're tied to a different kind of nostalgia, not necessarily to the brand, but to the feel and to okay. the style. That's you know? uh, I could see that because the same thing happened with Bravely Default. 
Remember that game? I remember the game. Yeah, like the same at. thing happened. Like they just farted it out in America, and then all of a sudden, like it was like their biggest success in years. Ah, uh, okay. So like they had to completely rethink the strategy. They rushed out bravely second to meet demand. So I just think they need to market these games. They need to mar- market them like the, their Final Fantasy games. Like a lot of JRPGs would be popular in America if they marketed them. Like, yeah. Because they just don't think we care. But like, yeah. clearly we care. Mm-hmm. Octopath Travel is doing good. Yeah. Also, I heard that like uh, the English is so hard. And like uh, <laughs> when they... Uh, uh, I, think, I think in China, they didn't uh, translate it. So, like, in China, they're calling it, like, like they're comparing it to, like, the regents for English speaking. <laughs> I don't know. It's another uh, article I didn't see. Yeah. Anyway, number one is Octopath Traveler. Yes. Completely uh, out of left field. Number two, Captain Toad. Good on you, yeah. little, little Captain Toad. Captain Toad is a great game. I really like the... the... Free worlds levels of Captain yes. Toad, so I would totally play a whole game with just that. It is, and it's only forty bucks. Yeah, it is fantastic. Love me some Captain Toad. Uh, also, it's. Do I have that article here? Oh, yeah. I do. It's a completely separate article. Captain Go- Toad Treasure Tracker facing Switch sellouts in Japan. Yes, uh, according to Go Nintendo, Octopath Traveler may be doing big business in Japan, but it's not the only Switch game that launched last week to grab the attention of customers. Reports are coming in from multiple sources showing that various retailers are completely sold out of the Switch version of Captain Toad. They're saying because it's yeah. also the 3DS version. Uh, between Octopath Traveler and Captain Toad sellouts, I'm thinking the Switch hardware sales this week are going to see quite notable bump. Uh, so. Number one, Octopath Traveler. Number two, Captain Toad. Yes. I didn't expect that. Number three, Mario Tennis Aces. That makes a little more sense, yeah. but it's still a little weird. That's a high-profile game. Number four, Splatoon. That's how big Splatoon is in Japan. Yeah. Also, even weirder that they're not fixing the freaking yeah. game. That it's number four. Yeah. It's a year old, and it's number four in Japan. Uh, number five, Minecraft. Number six, Captain Toad for the 3DS. Number seven, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number eight, Mary Skelter Nightmares 2. What's that? What system is that on? PS4. PS4. Yeah. Okay. So we're on number eight. Yeah. And this is the first game that's not that isn't on, a, on Nintendo system. a Nintendo system. Number eight. Yeah. When I first read this, I was like, because this is on uh, Go Nintendo. Yeah. When I read this, I was like, oh, okay, these are just Nintendo games. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is just crushing it that much. Number nine, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Now, that's an old game. Well, Ultra. Yeah. I don't know. That's 2017. No. Ultra? It's 2017? Yeah. 2016 or 2017? 2017. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Ultra. Yeah. The, the regular one was 2016. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is number 10. Number 11 is Kirby Star Allies. Number 12, New Gundam Breaker. Number 13, Mario Odyssey. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, number 14, The Crew 2. Number 15, Z- Zanki Zero, Last Beginning. 16, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus uh, 11.5 <laughs> Remix. I think that's supposed to be 2.5. 
Oh, no. Uh, I didn't read the full title. I'm so sorry, Will. Right. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix slash Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix. Kingdom Hearts have the worst titles in video games. Number 17, Dog Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Number 18, Shining uh, Resonance Refrain. Number 19, Detroit Become Human. Number 20, winning 11, 2018. That's a tennis game? No, f- uh, f- football, soccer. Soccer, okay. That's probably because of the World Cup. World Cup. Yeah. I'm surprised that Detroit is on that list. I didn't think that would like translate well. Oh, in Japan? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that, uh, yeah, I don't know. That that is weird for that yeah. to be on there. Uh, what do we got? We got Granville being weird. Get yeah. me the game. Which game? You're giving us money. Buy it yourself. Yes. LKM Cherokee, five dollars super chat. Thoughts on Detective Comics nine eighty four and Justice League number four. Well, I didn't read Detective. I haven't re- been reading Detective since uh, James Tyen left. However, I'm like, not that I'm like behind on Justice League, but I'm trying to keep up keep up as much as possible. Scott Snyder's just going nuts with the Justice League. Like, everything he's doing is just, like, crazy and action-packed. Um, so, keep reading Justice League. Even if I don't read Justice League, just assume that Justice League that month is very good. Miyazi's coming in with the knowledge. Chinese players are naming Octopath Traveler TEM-8, which means it's advanced English. No, I think TEM-8 is like a... like a. Oh, some are using it as advanced... As advanced... English learning tool. I think TEM-8 is the name of a standardized test for English in okay. China. And they're calling it that as like a joke. It'd be like us calling it the English region, so right. the Chinese region. So I got you. I got you. I mean, octopath is a made-up word. <laughs> yes. So I imagine it's got like a lot of like weird things like that in it. Yes. Uh, let's see if anybody... What? Uh, I don't know if it's Ian Quinn or Lan Quinn. Seriously, Bravely Default and Octopath Traveler are atrocious names. <laughs> Those are terrible names. Those are bad, but it's not. They're not as bad as the Kingdom Hearts. It used to be called Project Octopath Traveler. Yes, and then they were like, everybody that thought that enough. was a temporary yeah. title. They're like, no, nah, keep it. Just keep it. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Yes. Uh, Smash Brothers. Is going to be at San Diego Comic-Con. Woo! That's really all I needed to say about this. Okay. Uh, that means hopefully they'll be at New York Comic-Con. Yeah. Because they skipped a few years at New York Comic-Con. Hopefully that also means Resident Evil 2 will be at New York Comic-Con. I can play it. And I got press pass, so I'll just make an appointment to play it. They, uh, Capcom usually is at New York Comic-Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're usually there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you'll probably, yeah. yeah. Get, on, get, get on that now. I, I, okay. You need to talk to Capcom. Capcom, let me play <laughs> Uh, when is that game out? Next January or February 2019. Oh, you'll be able to play yeah. it at freaking Comic-Con. Um, anyway, well, uh, the big question is, is there going to be news at San Diego Comic-Con? I doubt it. People think there's a direct coming soon. I doubt it. Is Comic-Con now? Yeah. It's happening right now? It's happening this week. Oh. I think, I don't remember if they do preview nights on Wednesday or Thursday. But yeah, it, it'll probably they'll probably they'll probably start seeing stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Nintendo Direct this week or next week. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, what is that? We got two five dollars super chats. One from Tim Carr. Did you see the Uncharted fan film with Nathan Fillion in it? If so, what did you think? I actually have not seen it. I saw bits and pieces of it. 
Nathan Fillion is the perfect Nathan Drake. If this was 10 or 15 years ago. (laughs) He's old. Yeah, like, look, I love Nathan Fillion. In anything and everything he's in. And he would, he is like the perfect Nathan Drake, but he's, he's reached like the age where like, he's sort of like aged out of the role. He looks great from like what I've seen of it. But I feel like if they do like, cause he's like, he's older than four, right? Yeah. yeah. But not a lot. Not that much. So either way, like it's spot. He's been wanting to play Nathan Drake mm. and like, this is probably the only time they'll ever let him do it. So good on that. It looks pretty good. Uh, I will check it out. Maybe I'll tweet about it. And then $5 super chat from Jacob Fleming that I just lost. Uh, last SC of the night. Uh, I guess a super chat. Yeah. What do you all think of YouTubers keep bringing up like a Switch Mini or XL? I'm thinking dot, dot, dot. Why? I don't think it makes much sense either. I think they're just going on like history. Nintendo has re-released like yes. smaller or bigger versions of, especially their portables. I think the only, I think there's two plausible things for a new Switch. Yeah. Um, one of them would just be a bigger screen with right. no bezel. So mm-hmm. the size of the actual thing doesn't change, but right. the, the actual device size doesn't change, but the screen gets a little bigger. That's really it. But it would have to maintain the aspect ratio in order to... Yes. Yeah. It would just go... Yeah. You just... Uh, and maybe give it a better battery life and a better processor. Right. Um, but for the most part, not much of a difference. Yeah. Another possibility, which I think Izzy suggested, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's actually a good idea. Uh, a 2DS style one where the Joy-Cons don't come off and it's not dockable. So it's portable but cheaper. <sighs> See, That's I, for younger kids. I guess. I feel like in they would instead do like that, that Japanese version where it's just the portable, no dock. Yeah, it doesn't like come with the 50 dock. $50 or $100 right? less. I feel like they would do that more because they would want to emphasize you know, the two-player aspect of it the fact that you get two controllers the second you buy the system right you know promote sharing the game and also two nintendo and motion controls they're not going to give that up the only reason i think that's a good thing is because it fixes the solution of the joy cons dictating the size of the console right you know how that yeah the console is exactly as tall as the joy cons because the joy cons slide in right you can't make it smaller because then the Joy-Cons wouldn't fit well. I feel like if they're going to do like a kid's version of it, they're going to just basically like add Nerf padding to the side, if anything. Yeah, but then that, that won't be cheaper. Uh, well, I mean, because they would give away those like Wii Remote condoms for free. Right. So they, they just did something like that. Yeah, but then again, the system would still be the same price. It would just come yeah. with the stuff. I think making a 2DS style one, you can make it cheaper. And then it'll be dockless. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's plot through some more of this stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to see what we could. Nintendo hit a load. Hit a load your own NES emulator inside of GameCube Classic. Okay. So did you read this article? No. I've, so I've read other similar articles. So the original Animal Crossing for the GameCube had all of these old NES games that you can play. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was one. Uh, the way the way you play them is like every time you find the game, uh, an NES would just appear, and like you can play it through there. And each game had its own NES. There was an extra NES in there that had no code to it. They found out that there was code for it; it just wasn't attached. You can load your own NES ROMs and play any NES game you wanted through Animal Crossing. And so, nobody knew this. Yeah. 
So Animal That's Crossing crazy. pretty much had its own working NES emulator built in. That's insane that nobody found out. I about forgot. It. I think there's like 14 NES games you can play in Animal Crossing. There's actually 16 because you can play the original Super Mario Brothers and the original Legend of Zelda, but there's no like code to make that function work. Mm. So they're there in the game. You yes. just can't activate them. Yeah. Speaking of which, why do you have the Super Nintendo here? Okay. I was curious because I've been I've been really into trying to get my video game system sucked up to HDMI TVs and like making it look good, like getting the best possible picture quality. So I've been good really, because I've been interested in that too because I can make videos about it. I've been I've been really <laughs> into this one YouTube channel, My Life in Gaming, who's like excellent in that respect. They're like they're very good about it. And I was curious because they said with a Super Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendos have RGB output capability, especially this version, not the Model 2. Mm-hmm. But there's like four different versions of this model Super Nintendo. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, f- there's, there's three versions referred to as the SNES One chip, which means they consolidated a bunch of the chips into one. And there's not, the only real way you can tell is if you open the system up and look at the hard at the circuit board. I didn't want to do that. Right. So there's two other ways you could tell, but they're not foolproof. The first is if if the system has yellowing, which this doesn't. It doesn't accept. I was just gonna say, a little bit of yellowing around the controller ports, and that's it. That's weird. I've never yeah. seen that. Well, well, the like the first round of SNESs, which are multiple chipsets. Those are the ones that are most likely go yellow fastest. Right. The other way you can tell is if the serial number is starts with uh, UN3, which ours does. But again, this is not a guarantee. You'd have to still open it up. And, and this is to determine whether or not it has the it's, capability to be RGB? This is the ter- to determine whether or not it's a SNES one-chip model. The one-chip models have clearer RGB output. So that one-chip would mean the original run? Second run. Okay. Yeah. So you're thinking that this might be the second run. Yeah. You want either a second or third run. I'm also noticing that the output is the same as a GameCube. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, because this is the first time they went to the multi-out style. And it was designed to, like, work with multiple formats. One of them being RGB. Okay. Interesting. Check out my life in gaming. <laughs> uh, Two dollars super chat. Meowsies will equals whole snack in that new merch. Is he single? No, no. But uh, he's looking like a whole snack. I am because yeah. I'm fat. <laughs> no, because he's rocking the apparel. Meowsies called apparel. Yes. Um, Local bands that play at the youth center have merch. Let's uh, let's drop into Star Citizen backer. Oh, choose yeah. to get four thousand five hundred dollars back loses. and loses. Uh, Take me through this because I only read like the Cliff Notes version. Ken Lord used to be a Star Citizen super fan. Once upon a time, he helped fund Robert's spa- uh, Robert's Space Industries' endless maiden voyage with four thousand five hundred dollars of his own money. Now, after years of delays and chart and changes, he wants out. RSI didn't get back to him, and he sued. It didn't go his way. Lord first backed Star Citizen in 2012, the year it was announced. After that, he continued to back the project and mo- with multiple additional payments over several years. Why would you do that? 
He loved studio founder Chris Roberts' Wing Commander Space Sim, and he wanted another game like it. Then, as millions of dollars of crowdfunding money poured in, the feature creep began. Star Citizen grew in scope from a multiplayer game to a full-blown MMO that included, among many, many other features and modes, first-person shooter combat. That addition was a sticking point for Lord, who has multiple uh, sclerosis and suffers from tremors that make fast twitch gameplay near impossible for him to play. That's interesting. Uh, the uh, quote, the biggest problem is that for squadron 42, they got rid of multiplayer co-op, but also added first person shooter as required parts of the game. They got rid of multiplayer co-op Lord said in an email to Kotaku referring to star Citizen's story focused campaign, which is the closest thing to wing commander that RSI has to offer. Quote, so they added something I can't do, but got rid of the part where at least I could have friends carry me. Years past, Star Citizen's uh, crowdfunding budget grew to $190 million and counting. And Lord began to lose faith. He'd signed on to a volunteer tester of alpha versions of the game, and he even got invited to Star Citizen's exclusive Evocati teaser group, which tries out builds before they released to the wider public, but progress was slow. Nearing six years into the year two, it's a two-year project, they have yet to complete a single star system, though they promise a hundred as a stretch goal. God damn. Worse, he didn't like the methods Roberts and his employees were using to entice new players to join the crew for their rickety shuttle launch to parts unknown. All right, I'm going to skip through this article and just yeah, get to the actual lawsuit part. Article, yeah. All right, it wasn't, it's not as, I thought it was shorter than this. Um, Lord tried to get a refund anyway. He submitted the customer report ticket after which he got told to wait for a quote specialist who based on screenshots, Lord showed Kotaku never showed up even after a month of waiting. Lord also tried the game's forums quote. My question in their forums were buried in a mega thread, not responded to then locked for a month later after not being answered. He said, noting that many other users who requested refunds got stuck in the same limbo. After giving up on the refund idea, Lord sent a demand letter to RSI threatening litigation if the issue didn't get resolved by June 29th. That didn't happen, so on July 13th, off to court it went. Lord emphasized to Kotaku that he had hoped since his first payments to RSI had occurred before the current 14-day refund policy got put into place, he'd be able to argue that RSI technically still owed him money. That strategy didn't work. Quote, Though the TOS, the Terms of Service, clearly say they don't apply to transactions before that date, CIG slash RSI successfully argued to do exactly that. Lord said, according to documents from the West District Santa Monica Courthouse, the case got dismissed without prejudice. Without prejudice. So that means he can sue yeah. again if he wants. Uh, and our RSI rep said to Kotaku, According to the company's records, Lord has made 61 pledges to Star Citizen since 2013. That's a lot. Yeah. Terms of service are not retroactive, but huge majority of Mr. Lord's pledges came after terms of service was changed to specify arbitration, and those pledges are under the terms of service. The rep wrote, his pledges uh, with new money on top of his earlier pledges required him to accept the new terms of service, so he got screwed. Mm-hmm. 
this is a big deal because uh, this is a Kickstarter game. Yeah. And this sets a precedent for all Kickstarter games, mm-hmm. pretty much. Well, I feel like if you pledge like 61 times, <laughs> that is what makes it... Yeah. He screwed himself. That's what that's what did it. Yeah. Um, there was a new Terms of... Terms of Service is a bad thing for yeah. everybody. You know? Because by giving them your money, you're signing this document that you're definitely not reading. Yeah. Um, but also, like... When you're when you're applying when you're backing a Kickstarter, you're lo- that money's gone. Yeah, and and you're not paying for a product; you're paying for the idea of the product. Right. You're not necessarily get. It's a gamble. You're not necessarily getting that mm-hmm. product. He spent forty five hundred dollars. That's that's way too much money to spend on. A you're spending forty five hundred dollars on the idea of something. Yeah. Not the physical product. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Moral of the story. You kickstart something, you're pissing that money away, you can't get it back. Yeah. You're lucky if you get something back. Yeah. You have you're you're it's a gamble. Yeah. You're throwing your money into a gamble. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the end of that. You can't yeah, uh, but but this isn't a good precedent for other Kickstarter litigations because of the terms of service and how he kept backing even after the terms of service right. changed. And he kept backing, presumably, even when they were doing when they were changing things to something he didn't like anymore. Yeah. All right, let's plot through some more stuff. Okay. Um, Pokemon Go has Zapdos raid this weekend. Nice. I found out twenty first. I think I tried. Remember, I tried opening up Pokemon Go again. It kept yes. crashing. There's a bug that it won't let it work on iPhone sixes at all. At all. That's something that needs to be fixed. Yes. That's Niantic. You got to get on that. That's I, crazy. I, I will. Not you, them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that raid is, I think, at 3 p.m. on in America. Yeah. Uh, let me just double check. Yeah. It's... Uh... Wait, where is it? Oh, no. it's That's not 3. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Until 5 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So, get on that, everybody. Um... Ray in the chat says, you know what isn't a gamble? Buying $4,500 worth of Wolf Den apparel. I'm changing what he said. He said merch. I'm changing it to apparel. That is, that is not a gamble. That That is that is a lot of That's just a lot of t-shirts. Clothes. Yeah. yeah. That's just a lot Hope of you stuff. like wearing the same three things every day. <laughs> uh, also, a little quick aside here. Mm-hmm. The director of Kong Skull Island. Yes. Big into video games. Yes. Apparently, apparently he's... Making the Metal Gear movie. He submitted... Him and Kojima submitted their proposal for a Metal... The script for a Metal Gear right. movie. So they have a script yes. ready to go. And he's down to do it. That would be bizarre. Yeah. Uh, his pitch for a Metroid movie. They'll never let it... They'll let, never let me. It's too crazy. It legitimately would be Samus alone. It would be a little bit of her talking to herself as soon as they introduce other talking characters in those games. To me, it loses everything. You put her alone and it's almost got a little bit more to do with the silence of a movie like Drive, like the quietness, and having it be like a real intense mood piece but mixed with sci-fi. He also... it It's a video of him talking to uh, Max Coville at IGN. Yeah. It's just a 10 minutes of them talking. And in it, he talks about how Video game movies are so bad because they focus on the subject matter and not about how the game makes you feel. I think that's a pretty good point. That's a pretty good point, yeah. Yeah. The, the, 
I mean, obviously there's stuff you could do with the subject matter yeah. itself too, but like games make you feel a certain way. Right. That's art to me is just uh something somebody made that makes you feel a certain way. Right. So that's the br- gap to bridging video games and movies. Mm-hmm. Have the movie give you the same feeling that the game does. Yeah. And that's what the, his pitch for a Metroid movie. And I think that's uh, pretty cool. Yep. Anyway, the rest of the stuff is all your stuff. Okay. Uh, we'll go through them real quick. Uh, Bob, I don't know if you know this, but today is the 10-year anniversary of Mamma Mia. Uh, the movie. I know that. You know, <laughs> I watched your video today. Yeah. I didn't know it was the 10-year anniversary of The Dark Knight. Really? Did you say it in the video? I did. It's right over my head. I said, I, the whole joke was, it's the 10-year anniversary of Mamma Mia, and it's amazing that it that it was uh, so successful because it came out the exact same day as The Dark Knight. <clears throat> but yes, it's the 10-year anniversary of The Dark Knight, and to celebrate, Warner Brothers is going to re-release the movie in IMAX in August. <laughs> uh, yeah, Why? It's the 10-year now. Yeah. It's like, they're like, I think they just realized that also that oh, was the 10-year anniversary. Oh, we should do something. Um, <laughs> we were too focused on Mamma Mia. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Affleck's Batman. So, uh, venues in Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, and Toronto will host the film for a limited one-week engagement beginning Friday, August 24th. Um, Christopher Nolan, an Oscar-winning cinematographer, Wally Pfister, pioneered the use of IMAX 70-millimeter photography in feature filmmaking on the production, making The Dark Knight the first major feature to utilize IMAX cameras. Nolan had previously tested the possibilities of the format of the format's massive scale and increased resolution with an IMAX digital remastering of Batman Begins. In the years since, movies such as Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Mission Possible Ghost Protocol, Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Wars The Force Awakens have followed suit, not to mention Nolan's own Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, and Dunkirk. Um, Damien Chazelle's First Man and Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 1984 are among upcoming releases continuing in their wake. Uh, tickets for the opening day of Dark Knight IMAX 70mm re-release go on sale this Friday, July 20th, at the following venues. AMC Universal City Walk in Universal City, California. Uh, AMC Lincoln Square IMAX, New York. AMC Metron IMAX in San Francisco and Ontario Place uh, Cinesphere IMAX Toronto. That's not a lot. No. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised I'm surprised they're re-releasing it. I'm Is the whole su- thing shot in IMAX? No. Only like six scenes, like the big action scenes are, and a lot of like establishing shots are. Six scenes is a lot. It is. It's I think it's like 30 minutes total. I think only two in The Force Awakens were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. IMAX is very expensive to shoot in, and it's very difficult. The cameras weigh like four times as much as regular movie cameras. They're like four times the size. I don't get why, though. Because the film stock they're using is so much larger. Okay. Because you're dealing 35 millimeter film stock is like that big. IMAX film stock is like that big. But then, but then, aren't they just converting it to digital anyway? Not in, to edit it in traditional IMAX. I think they still use film. I. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Well, no, because then you gotta have the special effects and stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, because then you they, gotta color it. Like you're not, they're not sitting there and cutting the right. Stuff. But they still project it on like regular film. Yeah, but what I'm saying they're taking this this giant image. Yeah, they're converting it to digital so they can edit and, and master and do everything that they need to do, and they're printing it again on IMAX. Right. So you're going. Yeah, but they're like st- that. Th- they're that probably still importing it at the right, at the same resolution as the film stock is. And how big do you think that resolution is? Huge. Yeah, IMAX resolution is huge. Right. Yeah, but it can't be can't be more than eight K. I think it is. That'd be insane if it's more than that. I'll look it up. And they got eight K cameras like this big. That's what I'm trying to say. You know. Like, it all sounds too ridiculous to me. It is very ridiculous. It yeah. is very like impractical. Like, not worth it. That being said... They shoot movies on, like, Reds and Arias and whatnot. Why not just shoot in 8K on, on 8K Reds? I mean... They shoot in 4K, just up it to 8K. Seeing, seeing Batman stand on top of the Sears Tower looking around in IMAX is, like, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Also... It just it just takes the image and makes it square. It just makes it, like, 4x3. Yeah. And it looks weird. It's, it's actually not 4x3. It's taller. It's taller than 4x3? Four, four yeah. Wow. There's a, there's a whole... The problem with IMAX... And somebody commented in the video that um, Infinity War was shot all on IMAX. The whole thing. Yeah. That's crazy. I would like to not see that. Not the same IMAX. Because there's all these different variants of IMAX. The Dark Knight was shot in traditional 70mm IMAX, which is taller than it is wide. A lot of these newer uh, IMAX-style movies are like, I guess, IMAX light because it's still in widescreen aspect ratio, but you get more of the verticality, the, the vertical stuff than you do in like the traditional 273 Academy aspect ratio. Have, you lost me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know when you watch like a movie on like a 16 by 9 television, they get the black bars on the top and the bottom? Yes. That means it's shot in like 2.71 Academy right. aspect ratio. It's it's wider than widescreen. Yes. Okay. IMAX, this like IMAX light that they have basically just fills in those black bars with more screen real estate. Okay. Traditional, regular IMAX, Dark Knight style is IMAX tall. is it's very even tall. taller than that. Yeah. So you're getting even more picture at an even higher resolution. Almost like a almost like Instagram uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in the dick when this is over. <laughs> Sean says IMAX is a dead format now, and theaters that support it are disappearing. They are, and that's very sad. It, it the problem is that like almost all the IMAX theaters are fake on Long yeah. Island. They're fake IMAX, not yeah. real IMAX. And then there's the, like one real one. Yeah. In the city. <laughs> uh, Deer Park is a real IMAX. Oh, Deer Park has yeah. real IMAX? Oh, I didn't know. Because yeah. I know uh, in Uniondale, the Cradle of Aviation, it's like real IMAX, but it's a dome. So like you're getting the, so, the full six-story screen, but it's like curved, so it's like a weird I saw The Force Awakens on a dome in Philly, and it sucked. I saw The dumb. Force Awakens on a, in a dome in Alabama. And it was it was great, but I actually saw the Dark Knight in Deer Park in full IMAX. Yeah, it was great. I saw the Dark Knight at Cradle of Aviation. Or it might have been Rises. I don't remember. I had to see it twice because I want to see it with my wife and at a better seat. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of super chats. All right, let's... Um, Granville is just spewing nonsense. But thanks for the two, yeah. two, and two dollar super chats. Smoke Jaguar says I am addicted to this channel. Help me. I'm so sorry, Jaguar, but there's nothing we can do. Yeah. 
And then buy uh, some Wolfden apparel. Yosef, five bucks. Uh, do you think arms and once you switch will go down in price? I want to buy both for my collection and can't bring myself to spend one hundred ten dollars on games I won't play. I think that they will. Once you switch, definitely. Maybe during the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, there might be like a deal on it, but for the most part, Nintendo first party games don't go down in price. If you're if you're looking for it to be cheaper, your best bet is to probably pre owned. I bet somewhere around Black Friday you'll get a deal at Target, like buy two, get one free. Yeah. That'll probably be your best bet to get a game like probably. that. Probably. Uh, that's it for Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's never over for the Dark Knight. <laughs> that look, that video could have gone for 30 minutes. Plow today. through Tom Holland and Aquaman. And then we're, All right. We're so gonna... Tom Holland might have spoiled something for Avengers 4. Because Tom course. Holland be spoiling everything. He was given an interview. Um, he... He was talking about um, the juxtaposition between Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange and his Peter Parker in Infinity War. And he says, Tom Holland says, he, meaning Benedict Cumberbatch, has the most difficult lines. He has to talk so much about the quantum realm stuff. I just have to talk about, yeah, man, that's awesome. So mine is easy (laughs) and his is so difficult. Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't mention the quantum realm once in Infinity War. That's very interesting. So either there's oh. some deleted scene stuff, oh. or Tom Holland just reveals that Avengers Four, like that's how Ant Man comes out and saves the day is via the quantum realm. Well, Benedict Cumberbatch has to talk about the quantum realm. Yes. Do you think doesn't he di- quant- does he disappear? Yes. Yeah. How does he know anything about the quantum realm? <laughs> They're all in the quantum. They're realm. all in the quantum. Well, realm. Well, a lot of people think that the time that. Uh, Ant-Man and the Quantum Realm at the end of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Good movie. Check it out. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, oh, st- major <laughs> spoiler for Ant-Man and the Wasp, by the way. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. It's really not that big of a yeah. There's a lot of talk about the Quantum Realm in Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp. Uh, he winds up in the Quantum Realm, and there's a Michelle Pfeiffer says, uh, be careful you don't get sucked into a time vortex. So people think that there's time travel involved in Avengers 4. That's how Ant-Man shows up. I'm so happy that... And Doctor Strange is the Time Master, because of the Time Stone. I'm so happy that this cinematic universe is getting so confusing. Yeah. It's getting so, like, stupid, like, sci-fi nonsense. <laughs> I'm so stoked for that. And uh, it's working. It's yeah. working out great. I'm yeah. stoked. So, yeah, there you go. Tom Holland might have just revealed time travel is the answer via the Quantum Realm. <laughs> or something to do something, with, yeah. Ant- with uh, Doctor Strange and the Quantum Realm. Yeah. I'm happy that... There's this big connection between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Yes. That was probably my favorite part of Infinity War was their back and forth. Because it was just, it's exactly like it is in the comics where Doctor Strange is like, you need to shut up. And Spider-Man's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and real quick, um, Bob, I know you're. this is going to upset you, but Aquaman's Seahorse Storm is not going to be in the movie. Is that literally the article? Well, not exactly. Uh, Storm has been replaced by some weird ass dragon thing. Is that is that from the the uh, is that in the uh, poster? No, this is um, basically a image from Entertainment Weekly's first look on Aquaman. Okay. So instead of riding his trusty giant seahorse Storm, uh, Aquaman is riding this big ass dragon because they really want to hammer home that Aquaman isn't lame. This that's a seahorse. It's it's a seahorse. It's a badass seahorse. That's it. That's his, his. That's his seahorse. It just doesn't look like a seahorse. Right. This is just their their 
hardcore heavy metal interpretation of the seahorse yes. to go along with their hardcore heavy metal interpretation of Aquaman. Because yes. Aquaman is cool. I don't know if you know this, but he's very cool. He's not a lame, lame guy who talks to fish. Aquaman issue one in the new 52 drove it home that Aquaman was cool. Yeah. You know? But it, it did it in a, in a smart and funny way, not this overcompensating way. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, the poster is dumb. <laughs> Somebody pointed out that in the Aquaman logo, they have, is the DC logo. Is it? Yeah, they, there's the Aquaman logo. It says Aquaman, and then it's got his logo in the background of the Aquaman text. And then yeah. at the top of that is the DC logo. I got, oh, Mike Pierce spazzing out. I got to check that out. Uh, somebody, I saw a tweet, I was like, oh, I didn't know Lisa Frank designs posters. <laughs> uh, f- oh, yeah, no, it's it's right there. It's like at the, the peak of the logo. It's that, in the logo. so tacky. I know. That movie's not going to be good. Oh, There's like a 0% chance that movie's going to be good. There's like a f- 15% chance. Because <laughs> <laughs> I trust James Wan. They gotta just end it, yeah. And the whole nuke the whole universe. Well, I want to see Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Okay, there's this article from Kotaku that I wanted to talk about, but I don't really care anymore. Okay. Um, Kotaku sometimes has article. I just wanted to flame them for a minute. Okay. Usually Kotaku. I remember there's this article from a long time ago, like probably ten years ago. Okay. Of Kotaku from that Kotaku had that was like how to be a real life anime character, and it was just. <laughs> One of their writers, uh-huh. it might have been a community post. I don't know. It was very long. Yeah. It was a guy just talking about his style and how okay. he dresses in like so Adidas jumpsuits. It was so weird. And like all the comments didn't acknowledge how weird it was that this yeah. guy was just gloating about how much he looked like an anime. Character. It was yeah. very strange. And part of it was like, make sure you shower with cold water because hot water makes you sweat and then you won't smell good. It was so weird. And I can't find the article anymore. And I implore you to find it for me. Yeah. Uh, but they posted, I don't know why this made me think of that, but ask Dr. No Love, I can't stop cheating on my ex. And a large portion of this article is talking about how humans aren't monogamous by nature. And that okay. it's totally fine this guy keeps cheating on, on his current, you know, yeah. girlfriend or wife or whatever. And I don't want to get, I, I'm not going to read the article. I was going to get more into it and like yeah. ask your opinions on it or whatnot. But like, it's not, a, you don't normalize cheating. Yeah. Like, like, it, like, oh, like he's making it sound like cheating is like, okay. It, like, like, listen, it's hard, it's hard to stay, you know, faithful and whatnot. No, it's not. Yeah. It's very easy. If you can't stay <laughs> faithful to somebody, leave that person. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. That's yeah. a problem. <laughs> It like made me. Re- I was reading and I was like, "What is happening? Am I the only one who thinks that it's bad to yeah, cheat no. on your girlfriend?" Like, normal. I've come to realize people who say that are justifying cheating to themselves. Yeah. Well, yes, that's true too. Yeah. But as I'm getting older, I'm seeing a, a lot of people who like are just think it's totally normal to like do stuff like that. It's it's part of this whole like <laughs> they just don't have it in their brain to like be like a nice person yeah no like I keep mean, keep their partner's interests there, 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 there's, a, there's a very clear difference between a polyamorous relationship you know being in an open relationship dating more than one person and cheating yeah <laughs> if you're in an open relationship fine whatever do you if you're cheating and you're like saying it's okay to cheat that's bad 
do not cheat on people. That because cheating is a violation of trust and loyalty and friendship. That's the big thing between the difference between cheating and an open relationship. I should note that in the article they backpedal a little bit and say that like uh you know it's not okay. Yeah. But they also spend a long time saying like, oh, it's not Trying your to fault. Justify, it's very yeah. hard. Blah blah. And it's not hard, dude. Yeah. It's not hard. Just keep your eyes to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Ian Quinn says, I'm dating a married woman. I don't expect her to be faithful if she ever gets a divorce. LOL. <laughs> you know what? At least he's, yeah. at least he knows what's going on. He's got it all there. Yeah. Um, GCC says, Bob, why are your thumbnails so good? Every time I see them, I got to click bro. LOL. I appreciate that. Somebody appreciates me. Yeah. Um, Eric says, my polyamorous friend got me in a mess of trouble again. <laughs> um, anyway, I think we're done, right? That's yeah, we're it. done. Well, before we do anything, we got to do the Tweet of the Week. We'll... Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! This is from... Uh, you're going to have to bleep this. This is from Shitty Mario. Yeah, let me get the timestamp. Uh, I love this Twitter account. Let me pause it so I can start from the beginning. It's a video. We, I, I, you know, I don't like how many videos we do on the tweet of the week. Really? Because I had, I had a tweet of the week, but I saw you had one, so I didn't put it in there. Well, these are great. Right. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't deny these are pretty good. So this, yeah. is, this is from. Did I see this? That one? Mario account. Oh, I did. I just see this one. And it's from the Mario Odyssey commercial. He throws his hat, yeah. and then it's like it's it's just <laughs> it just goes to a video of a guy spitting milk out. It's very funny. My tweet of the week. Did you put it in the key? I did just now. It is from uh, user at Scarlet Witch WC one. Uh, my thirteen year old daughter just asked, "What if let the bodies hit the floor, and it's raining men are about the same event but from different <laughs> perspectives?" <laughs> That's a good point. That's well, a very good what point. if? Like, now you're thinking. Sometimes, that's a 13-year-old that said that. Yeah. This is a, this is either a brilliant child or sometimes you just need that, yeah, that, that little, innocent perspective yeah. to hit you with something like that. All right. Now is when we talk to you guys. Yes. Uh, but first, we got two Super Chats. Uh, Tony... Uh, Kastanga with $2. How does Hank Pym's wife age in the quantum realm? I think time moves normally in the quantum realm. They say in the movie time works differently. They don't oh, explain right. they do. yeah. how or what, though. Right, right, right. Because I was thinking maybe it's like, you know, in space, yeah. time time moves, moves slowly. Yeah. But it, she's still aged like a couple of years. She still looks marketably older. Than she, she aged does significantly. Yeah. Um, but also, time seems to work pretty much this identically to our realm. Right. Because they're talking. Yeah. They have a radio. Yeah. There's a timer, but I don't know how the correlation of the timer worked. The timer was mostly like just for like the the window of entry into the quantum realm. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know how time works. Yeah. Time is, they state that time is different, 
but to me it felt like time didn't change at all right it was exactly the same uh kind of like how there's no time dilation in star wars yeah when things happen in space you see it one-to-one yeah um granville just being weird again yeah i was you for the two dollars uh you gotta do your whole spiel uh, yes, now is the time where we talk to you guys. As always, uh, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you left a comment on last week's video, the, uh, now is the time where we will answer it. And of course, guys, if you were watching us live right now, start asking questions and we will answer them. Last week, using the hashtag WolfDenLive, Zachary said, Mustard is delicious on burgers. What the F? Not if you're from New York. It's just not ever. Yeah. Simone Stig. Hashtag Wolf Live with Infinity War basically being the Thanos movie, Sony coming out with Venom, and the Joker movie starting filming. What comic book villain would you like to see get their own film? None of them. Well. I've, I've given this some thought. The reason why m- most, if not all, superheroes start off with an origin movie is because you're trying to build a connection and a relationship, sympathy, and understanding for that character you want to relate to sympathize and understand the protagonist you do not want to do that with an antagonist or especially like a bad guy because once you start relating to the bad guy and sympathizing with the bad guy they become less of a bad guy part of the reason why the joker was so great in the dark knight was because you had no connection to him he was just this man doing evil things for no, with no rhyme and reason. That's why the original Halloween, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to Michael Myers attacks. It's just some random guy killing people. But at the same time, with the Joker in Dark Knight, you want you 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 don't have a connection with him. This guy is a madman, but he's a bit of everybody. You're you're like you, you I, see, I see where he's getting at. <laughs> you see what he's getting at, but at the same time, like you're not relating to him the way you do to. Batman, who you just had like a whole movie of like connecting with. I like villains that blur the line a little bit. I think Star Wars does a phenomenal there, job with that. There's blurring the line and then there's, you know, completely, you know, trying to make the villain sympathetic. The villain should never be sympathetic. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, well then- you can see where he's coming from, like in right. Black Panther. Right. But you should never root for him. I, I see what you're getting at. And like having them being the protagonists of like their own solo movie by default almost makes you want to root for them. I think it's something like Star Wars. There's always like a little bit where you're like, okay, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like everything that the villain is doing is fine, yeah. except for this is the stepping over the line. I think a better example is Hannibal Lecter. Because like in Silence of the Lambs, he was this really scary, like unrepenting evil guy. And then, like, with the next two movies, like, he became the hero. Yeah. Like, you completely ruined the character. Right. Uh, are there any comic books, comic book characters who are evil and uh, the main characters in their own story? Like, Spawn, but he's an anti-hero. Yeah. It's, it's hard because when you take a villain and you make them the lead of their own comic, they become anti-heroes. Well, usually it's the villains... Are part of they're the supporting character, right? When, but when they become the protagonist of their comic, it happened with Venom, it happened with Harley Quinn, it happened with Deadpool, it happened with Poison Ivy, it happened with Catwoman. They they become more heroic by nature. I'm saying, is there anybody that is just a sadistic madman and is the? They gave the Joker a nine issue solo series in the '70s and only lasted yeah. nine issues. I'm talking about a character that that first appearance in their own comic. 
but is a sadistic madman and is a bad guy. Mark Millar had this. I don't know if it's. I don't know how long I ran it for, but it was a series called Nemesis, which is basically if what if Batman was the bad guy, mm-hmm. and he was a sadistic lunatic who like murdered people with no, you know, no second thought about it. So something like that. There's a Dexter. Dexter. But even he was like... You sympathize with him. Yeah, because he's killing worse bad guys. So he's still technically a good guy. Right. Yeah, no, I'm trying I'm trying to think of like... A thing where like you follow like the villain throughout and like he's clearly the villain. I said I would like to see a, a Flash Thompson Venom movie. Yeah. But he's not a bad guy. He's a good guy. So that doesn't uh, count. I saw Devin in the chat said The Punisher... I was I was trying to avoid saying the Punisher. I mean, because there was already movies. Yeah, there's and the TV show and stuff. I don't know. The Punisher is different because the Punisher falls more in line with like the heroes who are willing to go the extra step. To, he, the heroes who are willing to get their hands dirty. He's a good guy until you put him in with another hero. Yes, because that hero is a gooder guy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. All right, we're running out of time. Yeah. We got to plow through this stuff. Okay. Um. King Monahai, my top five MCU movies. I didn't uh, watch Infinity War, Black Panther, and Ant-Man and the Wasp yet. Okay, interesting. Right, yeah. Number one, Thor Ragnarok. Number two, Captain America and the Avenger. Number three, The Avengers 1. Number four, Ant-Man. And number five, Iron Man. So he put Ant-Man up there. Nice. Uh, that, that list will change once you see Infinity War and Black Panther, I guarantee it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Burgundy Burnouts. Hashtag Wolfden Live. And he posted a video. Yeah, it's uh, some GameCube startup screen. Okay. Bless this GameCube intro meme. We're not we're not doing it. Oh, that. I see what it's doing. Oh, it's Africa. It's yeah. total Africa. All right. We're not doing this isn't fun clip time. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, he Bert- also said I backed the wolf den and all I got was quality content. That's what we do. Uh the gaming ward, what are your favorite collectible items that you own? I I really like that giant Obi Wan statue that yeah, I have. That's really sweet. That is sweet. I have a movie masters Luke Skywalker lightsaber Return of the Jedi model that I cherish. Um Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I'm that's sure it. I'm sure I got more, but um Mika Holland. Have you guys checked out the Sable trailer yet? Would love to know your thoughts on it as my first break as an animator in the games industry. Oh, that's your own oh that's his own trailer. Oh. Uh, I have not. Yeah, I've Why don't you link it? Why yeah. don't you link it there? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I saw him at uh, E3. So did I. Oh, you, were you there with me? Yes, I was there with you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember these things. Um, anyway, right. now we're now in, at last week's. Last week's Wolfden Live. Uh, Boracho uh, 2014. Hi, Will. Hi, Bob. Yes, love for Will, too. Google, think, Google things all you like. It's cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was because people got mad at us for Google. Yeah. So. I think we had a pretty people decent time this everything. week. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Davidson, new drinking game. Every time Will repeats Bob, drink. It happens so much. Does it? Does it? It's the other way around. <laughs> no, I, seriously, does it? I, I don't, it's I didn't, news to me. I don't realize it. Yeah. Uh, I am Realm... I don't know what the hell your name is. <laughs> I think the punishment she got is debatable. Who? What did we talk about? Oh, the arena net. Oh, the girl, the, the writer yeah. who got fired. I think she should have gotten fired, but... 
I completely understand why some people would disagree. I don't think you can really defend her actions in any way, though. She is a dev talking about a game she works on and went off on a player for daring to give his opinion. I don't think that's what happened. And my job, if I call a customer an asshat because I thought they were being rude, I wouldn't be surprised if I was fired that day. Even if he was being rude, you cannot act the same way she did when representing the company you work for. Completely unprofessional. That's fair. However, counter counterpoint, her argument was it was not made clear that her personal Twitter was also part of like company representation. Right. So usually they'll put people put in their Twitter, my thoughts are my own, they do not represent my employer or whatever. When she was hired, according to her, when she was hired, uh, she's, she was told that uh, her personal Twitter can still be used as her personal Twitter. Yeah. And she can say what she wants on it. Legally, yes. putting something like that that says, uh, my thoughts are my own, that means nothing. Yeah. It doesn't hold up. Right. So you're, if you work for a company, you can always be reprimanded. Yeah. I think that's dumb. I think once you leave the office, that's the right. end. Right. You know? So, like you say, if you got mad at a customer and you went off on them, you would be fired that day. Yeah. What if you left the store, yeah. got into a fight with somebody, then went into the store to work, and the guy sees you and is like, hey, that's the guy I was just in a fight with, and then yeah. you got fired. That's a problem. Right. I mean, she's talking about work, though. Yeah. So it's a little more skewed, but, like, not really. Yeah. I don't think... I th think she should have been reprimanded. Fired, yeah, I think, it is, is, is overboard. Yeah. Um, I see the point, though. Yes. Ravel, love you guys. I can't believe I didn't notice this was a podcast. <laughs> Subscribing to listen later because holy hell, two hours is too long. It's very long, especially when you have a nine to five that you got to wake up for. <laughs> oh, wait. You should just leave in the middle of these. You should just be like, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not doing that. Casual Game Plays says that interface does not look great to me at all. Oh, this is the Wii U interface. The Switch interface. Switch interface. Yeah. God. I'm having a stroke. Yeah. It's clearly inspired by PS4, which, by the way, I think the majority of the Sony interfaces have been rather crap. The only things that are great is the features, but that is not part of the interface. We don't need a massive news section. We already have a small news icon for people into that stuff. It's too cluttered. I agree. Yeah, the, so the Sony interface is pretty bad. <laughs> I think that that interface that was proposed was just too much stuff yeah all right we got a couple super chats okay uh i don't even know where we are uh da drac wow dracreus oh he just followed never mind i thought that was it but thank you for the follow i guess on twitch turbo jesse two dollars love you guys check out my channel sometimes thanks tweet it to me because i will never remember yes marco mendoza $5 super chat. When your logo appears, you see the wolf and icons in the back, but the only shirt you guys have is the icon of the controller. Will you bring more? We have four pieces of, of yes. apparel. I think he's asking of like, a regular shirt. Yeah. Like this, this shirt that I'm currently modeling off right now. Yes. Are you going to do versions where this is the controller one? We will do different versions of we will do different t-shirts. Yes. I do not know what they will be. There's a lot of confusion over what our logo, new logo is. Okay. It is all of these things. Yes. The wolf by itself is the logo. 
he can be used in many different ways. Right. That is the logo. Okay. Also, so I got a whole new rebranding. Um, a lot of positive feedback, mostly yeah. positive. I wasn't expecting, I was expecting a lot more negative because, mm-hmm. you know, any, any change yeah. people usually hate. I've only gotten like two or three pieces of negative feedback where people are like trying to tell me how to yeah. do it. Like, oh, black background's not iconic. You got to have colors and stuff. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Every single piece of this has been thought out for six to seven months. Right. All right. <laughs> It's been a long process. I've thought of literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell me. Uh, your critique is invalid. We don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't want to have to fire him for calling people asshats on Twitter. <laughs> One critique I took. Uh, a guy commented on my video and said, um, oh, I almost didn't know this was you guys because uh, the thumbnail changed. Ha ha. <laughs> he meant it in a positive yeah. way. And I was like, uh-oh. Then I got a text from somebody who was like, oh, I kn- your thumbnail. I didn't know that was you guys because the colors are different. And I was like. I gotta fix that. That's yeah. a problem. So that I fix. So I'm able to listen to criticism. Right. Most of the time, you're you're uh, you know the criticism is stupid though. Right. Uh, two dollars from the gaming ward. Bob, stop having strokes. It's not healthy. I know. I'm like gonna freaking pass yeah. out after this. Uh, Burgundy Burnout says, "Who designed the logo?" And then Mark Murphy said, "Bob." Thank you. Yep. There was another criticism. Oh, one guy said, uh, "What?" It was just on Facebook. Somebody said, "What?" Uh, uh, no, no, uh, brand, no popular brands have black backgrounds. Nike, Adidas, Lionsgate, every uh, production company, yeah. A24, a million things have a black background. Yeah. Um, uh, Devin says, show back of hat, please. It's a Velcro yeah. strap. Uh, Frank coming in here. I need to start commenting. Hello, Frank. Frank been with us for a very long time. Frank. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. We're going to read in the chat. We're going to read a couple messages. Yeah. It's because it's almost 11 already. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Gadget Mike. Did Bob and Will not dive in further into Jessica? Because she's a total bitch. Who is, is Jessica? Yes. Yeah, that is Arena the girl. Net, yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. We did a whole thing about it last week. And we did not think she was a bitch. No. She, uh, she, she, aggressive, she, yes. Yes. And she should have been reprimanded. Yeah. Fired, no. Yes. A little overboard. And calling her a total bitch is a little overboard, too. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Brockrock says she's also been incredibly problematic in the past. This may have been the final straw. I would like to know those other things because I didn't know yes. she was problematic. Uh, uh, Beats Forte. Will, I enjoy your Dark Knight video. Remind me of the... Reminded me of the midnight show I went to when it came out. Still one of the best ways I've celebrated my birthday. Crowd loved the bat pod flip, by the way. <laughs> I think that's one of the strangest things I've ever seen in a movie. In your video, I watched, I watched it in yeah. your video, and uh, it's not as strange as you make it sound. It just seems so like... I think in the context of the rest of the movie, because it's like the only digitally enhanced thing. I mean, there are other digitally enhanced things, but that's like the most digitally enhanced yeah, thing. That's it's like, like a character... Very, Pure Very CGI. jarring, yeah. yeah. It, it, like, takes you out of it yeah. for a second. Um, Grimhane, for real, can we please see the back of... Oh, that people really wanted to see the back of your hat. All right, I'll put the hat backwards for the rest of the video. Make it cool. Like a, like it's a Velcro snap. snap. It's, yes. a, it's, a, it's a new era 940. Yeah, Velcro snap. So it's adjustable. Ryan Boyd, Bob, who are you going to beat AJ with this Sunday? I have a couple of characters in my back pocket. How many rounds you guys doing? I think it's going to be best of five. That's how the pros do it. Uh, you know, okay, we're pros now. So. Yeah, you're pros. 
Uh, probably Captain Falcon and uh, Sonic. And maybe Marth. I doubt it, though. I doubt it, Marth. Um, he's going... Uh, it sounds like he's probably going to pull out the... Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Little Mac. Oh. And who's the other guy he plays as? I forgot the other guy he plays as. But Little Mac... Yeah, that, that, that'll be problematic for me. Uh, Diet Andy, my left Joy-Con isn't locking into my Switch because the plastic lock is chipped. Do you guys know anything about the metal replacements or should I just get another Joy-Con? Uh, I think it's very difficult to fix Joy-Cons, to open them up yeah. and like, screw around with them. So just get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, electronic isn't locking on my switch because the plastic lock is chipped. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what the problem is really. I don't know if it's on the switch or if it's on the Joy-Con. If it's on the switch, then you're kind of screwed. See if Nintendo will fix it, but then you'll be out of switch for a while. Uh, I'm gonna pick like one more. Right. Luke Antone, what are your guy? What are your game of the year predictions? Red Dead. Yeah. Considering I've, I'm thinking really hard about this, I don't think I've played a single game that actually released this year yet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of like, like so far my game of the year is Celeste. And yeah. that's not, that shouldn't be. Like I'm thinking like any game I bought technically came out last year. Like South Park on the Switch came out last year. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 came out last year. I'm going to play Resident Evil 7 next. That came out last year. Um, I think I think Smash Brothers is a contender for Game of the Year. Possibly, but yeah. For the most part, I think Red Spider Man maybe even. Yeah, but I, th- I think yeah. of all of those, Red Dead's probably going to crush yeah, it. Probably. AJ says we should probably do a roster of three or have a rule like the individual where you have to use the rest before you could circle back. No. No. Pick whatever characters you want. Yeah. Uh, Lundy fan thirty wolf new subscriber. I'm buying my daughter her. Switch on Friday at the New York City Nintendo Store. It's a good place to get it because they will most likely have it. They will definitely have yeah. it. And that place is a wonderland. I love yes. that place. I haven't been there since they redesigned it. Oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. You gotta go. Right, you man. gotta pay homage to the Vietnam Game Boy. Gulf War. Yes, because Vietnam would break time. Yes. You've created a time paradox, Snake. All right, I'm out. We're done. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for whatever reason, we always put this up again on Thursday as an archive version for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do so because we put this up as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, be sure to subscribe, rate us, and review us because that also is a placement on those respective stores. My father is watching me say this and giggling. Oh, he's he's coming in. And don't forget to buy Wolf Den merch. <laughs> Not merch. Apparel. 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 This is why... He doesn't have a salary. He's basically our intern. <laughs> the whole reason he has that shirt yes. is to do that. Is to do that exactly. read. And all I got was a stupid t-shirt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, wolfdenapparel.com. Yes. Spell it correctly. And then maybe you can get yourself a shirt. Just like uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. Yes. You could be almost 70 and rock the shirt. Yeah. Um, also, 
uh me and aj will be facing off on uh youtube.com slash wolf den on sunday 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 at 8 p.m eastern time to play smash brothers settle the score finally and then we'll probably play some doubles matches or something yes also right after this i am going to stream me drawing the thumbnail i'm not doing them anymore you're not doing the thumbnail streams? i'm doing thumbnail streams for I'm going to finish out like another month, four weeks. So that people oh. have subs on that account. They can finish them out and not pay me anymore. But I'm going to stop the thumbnail streams after oh. like four weeks. Oh. So get your thumbnail streams in while you can. You uh, Twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf. Right now, go there. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.